You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. You're all welcome this morning. God is on the throne. Nobody can dethrone him. <laughs> no one can overthrow him. Amen. You're all welcome this morning. And... Um, we trust so far you've had a great time already. Amen. Just want to look at a few scriptures to equip and empower you for the week ahead. Amen. Why don't you stretch your hands to me, pray. I just, Father, I just thank you. Bless you this morning. Let your word come with clarity. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let there be revelation. Let there be transformation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lead us into all truth. Your word is truth. Mighty God. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. All right. We've been talking about um, your kingly identity. Now, I want, us, I, I want us to be established in our kingship. I want us to be established in our kingly identity. You see, if you don't know who you are, somebody is going to give you a wrong identity. So many people have been carrying the wrong identity. Some have misplaced their identity. Some have gone through certain situations in life that make them to begin to question their identity. Are you getting me? You remember John the Baptist? John the Baptist was arrested and he was, um, he was in prison. Because of his fiery preaching. And while in prison, he began to question the identity of Jesus. But you remember that he was the one that introduced Jesus to the nation. Hmm? He introduced Jesus to the nation. And what happened? Now he's in prison. And he begins to question the identity of Jesus. Let's look at Matthew chapter 11. Reading from verse 1. It says, Now it came to pass, when Jesus finished commanding his twelve disciples, and he departed from there to teach and to preach in their cities. And when John heard, when John heard, prison about the works of Christ he sent two of his disciples and said to him are you the coming one or should we look for another this is the same John that said behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world he actually introduced Jesus 
to the nation. Are you getting my point? But what is happening here? What is happening here? Are you the coming one? Or do we look for another? So you see, time, sometimes you can go through things in life that will make you to begin to question your identity. Or to question the identity of others. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. The poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. So that should tell you that John the Baptist was offended. Why? If you are Messiah, why do you allow me to languish in prison for preaching righteousness? Are you getting me? Yeah. So because he preached and he confronted the king. Herod took his brother's wife and the prophet preached to him. And say, it's unlawful for you to take your brother's wife. And he was locked up because of that. And he was locked up. And he expected Jesus to come and rescue him. But Jesus was busy preaching all over the place. Jesus was not coming for a political kingdom. Because the kingdom of God is not political. It's a spiritual kingdom. Alright? And you need to understand that your kingship is a spiritual kingship. It's not political. So don't go to ANC and say to them, I'm the new king. You guys should give me... I said we are called to do that, but it's, it's not about the kingdom of God. Yeah, you can't, you can't use your, your kingship in the kingdom of God to now go and use it to lobby. <laughs> if you feel you are called to politics, go and do it. But, and know that you are representing God there. But don't... Don't make a mistake of thinking that because pastor is telling you that you are a king. Uh, then you go to the Zulu king and he says, shut up. I'm the new king around. Don't do that. That's not smart. Jesus didn't do that. He knew that he was called and born king. Hmm? So John Baptist... Also, I mean, he knew there are too many prophecies in the scripture that confirm that Jesus is the Messiah. And John the Baptist introduced him to the nation, but yet he was offended that Jesus did not use his powers 
to get him out of jail. Maybe it's the offense that even killed him. Be careful of offenses. Hmm? Jesus said, blessed is he who is not offended because of me. And as they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John. Now look at this. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed with soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written. Can you see? Jesus brings out the true identity of John the Baptist. Yes, amen. It is written. There is something written about you in the scriptures. Amen. Your identity is in the scriptures. Amen. So he said, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. So Jesus is telling them, this is the one that Isaiah spoke about. This is him. But offense has blinded him. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. My goodness. Of those born of a woman, none is greater than John the Baptist. So Jesus is saying, what's Jesus saying here? In other words, in God's hierarchy, hmm? John the Baptist was even higher than Moses. Moses was born of a woman, right? He was. John the Baptist came in the spirit and power of Elijah, but he was even higher, greater than Elijah, his spiritual father. Is there? Hmm? Among those born of women, there has not arisen one greater. That means after Adam. Mm. In other words, even Abraham was less than John the Baptist. Say identity. Jesus was able to unravel the identity of John the Baptist. But John didn't even know. He didn't know. He was looking at his situation. He was looking at his circumstances, which is what we are always guilty of. Is that not so? We look at what we are going through and then we use that to define ourselves. You look at what you have or what you don't have. Where you are or where you are not. And you use that to define yourself. Don't do that. 
You are not your circumstances. Amen. Amen. You're not. Then Jesus goes on and he says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to receive this, it is Elijah who is to come. That's his identity. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. (laughs) Jesus was a radical. He didn't preach just what people were preaching. He would just like connect to the Father. And whatever is in the Father's heart, that's what he would declare. John the Baptist didn't know that he was the greatest prophet that ever lived. He didn't realize he was greater than Moses, Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. He was greater than all of them. But he didn't know. He didn't know. He could have walked in power like Elijah. But he didn't. Because he didn't know. He could have walked in power like Moses. But he didn't know. No. And that's the danger of ignorance. Ignorance will rob you of your true identity. Ignorance will rob you of your authority. Ignorance will rob you of your power. There is power that you have. You were born to rule. And if you're born to rule, where is your power of rulership? What are you doing with it? Hmm? Say, Lord, open my eyes. Yeah. May our eyes be open. Do you know that this world, in this world, there are two uh, two kingdoms. Right? There are two kingdoms. Two main kingdoms. The kingdom of God. And the kingdom of darkness. Satan's kingdom. Alright? There is a conflict. Every single day you wake up. There are two kingdoms. That want you. The kingdom of God. And the kingdom of Satan. And there is no vacuum. There is always one kingdom ruling. There is always one kingdom ruling. So when you go to a place, all you need to do is to check and see what kingdom is at work here. What kingdom is at work? It's easy to tell because you just need to to know uh, you just need to know the nature of the king. 
Yeah? So if you know the nature of the king, you can tell if he's around. If he's the one in charge. If he's the one controlling. If he's the one ruling. Because Jesus made it very clear to us. The thief, John chapter 10 verse 10. The thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And he says, I have come that you may have life. And that you may have it more abundantly. So when you look, you want to know who is ruling. Is there killing going on? That immediately tells you who is ruling. Is there stealing going on? It tells you who is ruling there. Uh, Is there destruction? Then it tells you who is ruling there. Yeah. So, as a king in God's kingdom, God expects you to extend his rule. His authority. God has given you sovereign authority. You say, oh, God, but God is the only sovereign. Yes, he is, but he has given you some aspect of it. That's why Jesus said you can speak to the mountain. And you can tell the mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And if you do not doubt in your heart, you will have whatever you say. So kings speak. Kings rule by decree. They rule by command. So you need to learn to begin to take charge. To establish your kingly identity. You need to know who you are. Hmm? Where I come from a lot of times. I remember those days. I was in the boarding school. And when when we were getting ready to go to school. My mom would look at me in the eye and say. Remember who you are. (laughs) Are you following me? Remember who you are as you go. Know who you are. You are not like any other person. This is who you are. Carry that identity to school. Yeah. So you need to look into the mirror and tell yourself who you are. And tell yourself, remember who you are. Yeah, because I'm telling you, if you don't know who you are, somebody else will tell you who they want you to be. They'll tell you. And I'm, I'm telling you, the enemy will be the first person to come and give you an identity. He will quickly come and tell you who he thinks you are. And unfortunately, many people believe him. They believe him. They say, look at what kind of king are you? If you are a king, why will this be happening in your life? How come you don't have this? How come you don't have that? Just shut him up. Tell him, mind your business. Okay? Yeah, mind your business. This has nothing to do with you. I want to see a people that will rise up and walk in their kingship. A people that will not be intimidated. A people that will not allow the enemy to harass them. Yeah. 
A people that will bring the kingdom of God into manifestation. Wherever you stand, you declare the kingdom of God is here. Because I am here. That's how kings talk. That's how kings think. Yes? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Now, if the whole earth belongs to your father, where can you not exercise your kingship? And exercise it anywhere. You just need to be established in it. You need to be established in this revelation. That I am a king in God's kingdom. Every single day. Tell yourself I'm a king in God's kingdom. I'm here to execute the will of God. To establish the purposes of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I want to just give you a word of caution. Your kingship is not over people. Yeah, because I know some of you, you'll not take it and say, okay, fine, everybody in this office, (laughs) you need to submit to me now. Uh, you, You go and meet your CEO and tell him, listen, I am now your new boss. Thus says the Lord. I am your new boss. They will fire you. (laughs) God didn't send you to do that. (laughs) But you see, what you need to do is to look look out for where the enemy is operating. And take him on. Take him on. I'm looking for some challenges to face now. I have a few I'm dealing with. But I'm looking for more. Yeah, because the more you conquer, you, the, the, the more you defeat them, the higher your rank. That's more spoils. Next week, I'll teach you about that. I'm telling you, it changed your life. Yeah, it's incredible. I love to fight. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fixed match. The fight of faith. It's, it's already established who the winner is. I'm more than a conqueror. Didn't we sing it? We sang it, right? More than a conqueror. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive in Christ. Hmm? Yeah. So, kings don't run away from battle. Yes. Kings will look and say, Hey, how many spoils are around? Do the math. Say, okay, let me warm up. <laughs> yeah? Glory to God. So, as a king, you have a throne. All right? Kings have thrones. All right? Your throne is not in this world. It's in the heavenly places. In Christ. So that's your position. Your position is above. Above the enemy. Satan is below you. You are above him. Alright? So your, 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 your kingdom position is more than that of John the Baptist. 
Jesus said, of those born of a woman, there's none, no greater prophet than John the Baptist. But then the least in the kingdom is greater. What is the least in the kingdom? Who is the least in the kingdom? Because you were born king. Yeah. You were born king. So you, you, you came out of, of, of God's womb as a king. Amen. You are royalty. John the Baptist wasn't. He was just the announcer. But what made him great? He was the only prophet that had the privilege of announcing the kingdom and introducing the Messiah. There's no greater privilege. Jesus said, Abraham rejoiced when he saw my day. But even Abraham wasn't given that privilege. John was given that privilege. But you are greater. So what are you doing with your greatness? Hmm? What are you doing? Turn to someone and say, do something, do something. Just, just, just do something. Hmm? Do something with your kingship. So that means if you are a king, it means number one, you have a throne. Number two, you have a crown. Number three, you have a scepter. Number four, you have servants. Yeah, those are angels. Hmm? I walk with angels. What about you? I don't know if you are the kind of king that walks alone. I'm not that one. I'm not that kind of king. I move with angels. When I move around, they move. When I sit down, they sit. Kings always have an entourage. Kings don't walk alone. Pastor, I've never seen them. Do you have to see them? If you see them, it's just a plus. But you just need to know this is what the word says. Do you know that as a matter of fact, your angels don't want you to see them. They don't want to reveal themselves to you because they are not allowed to. They, they are not... What matters to them is the will of God. It's not to show off. So don't say, Angel, where are you standing in this room? <laughs> I want to see you. No, no, no. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. When it's necessary, God will open your eyes. Like this young man that had, he had some encounters and he saw his angel. The Lord said to him, that's your angel has been with you from childhood. He has rescued you many times. So he was thanking the angel. Thank you so much for all that you've done. The angel looked at him. He said, it's not me. Don't thank me. Thank him. 
That's a true angel. <laughs> it's not a fallen angel. You see, fallen angels like to take worship. They like to take the praise. They like to take the glory. And you can also see it in fallen ministers. They like to take the glory. Yeah. So the fact that you are a king does not mean that you now become pompous. And you become proud and lifted. And you start walking around and commanding everyone to bow. No, no, no. It's demons that should bow. Not people. Okay, you have authority over demons. He says, I give to you power. Exousia. Over all the power of the enemy. Over serpents and scorpions. Yeah. So that's where you exercise your kingship. You exercise your kingship over darkness. You exercise your kingship over the devil and his angels. You exercise your kingship over demons, over sickness, over disease. And all the works of the enemy. You, you, God is counting on you. To establish his will where he has placed you. So you need to wake up every day and say, Lord, what are we doing today? When you wake up in the morning. So, you need to consult with headquarters. What are we doing today? Where are we going? In your complex, you need to begin to colonize that place. Do you understand? Wherever you live, your street... Your, your estate, begin to colonize it. Every time you drive past, you say, I take charge over this place. Amen. I release the kingdom of God Amen. over this place. I bind every work of the enemy. I subdue every satanic oppression. I frustrate every witchcraft activity. Amen. They will not prevail. They will not prosper. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I expose every work of darkness. That's part of your kingship. Amen. I always do that. So they find it hard to operate near me. Why? Because I've taken charge. Hallelujah. So it's like just by being here. Do you know that our neighbors are blessed? They are blessed to have us here. Because our angels are parading all this place. So there are some fringe benefits you have when you are close to a king. Hallelujah. So people that are close to you will enjoy some things. Amen. Just because they are close to you. Isn't that amazing? Even your family members will enjoy certain things because of you. Just for being related to you. <laughs> yeah, you need to be releasing those kind of things. Hallelujah. Because I know that the enemy doesn't like it. The enemy has his own kings. For example, one of the kings of Satan is, is death. Death is one of his kings. Do you understand? The spirit of death. Uh, it was Pastor Grace that shared her experience years ago when she was, she went to India. She was, she was she was not feeling well and she went there she went for a medical checkup and all of that and while she was in her room 
the spirit of death came. The spirit of death came and said, I've come to take you home. <laughs> huh? He says, I have come to take you. She said, you are not God's messenger. And when it's time for me to go, it's not you that will come. It's not you. Get out in the name of Jesus. Hmm? So if it's some other person who didn't know his identity, you just say, oh, okay. It's time to go. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. I've experienced it. Hmm? I remember my, I think I was about 12. I was ill, very sick, and they came to me. They said, oh, Eric, come, let's go. And I said to my mom, um, they said we should go. I should go and play with them. She said, <laughs> she said, who? They said, no, you're not going anywhere. You're a child of God. Remember who you are. She said, you are a child of God. You're not going with them. I said, but, uh, you know. She said, did you hear me? You are not going. You are not going. I didn't know it was the spirit of death. I didn't know it was the spirit of death. I thought, you know, because they look friendly. Yeah. I thought I was going to, to, to play with them. Because, you know, children like to play. But she discerned it immediately. And she rebuked that spirit. And I remember that night, my spirit left my body. I was sleeping. Then, boom, I went out like that into this tunnel. There was a bright light and I was going at top speed towards this light. And as I was going, I heard my mom's voice. Eric, come back. And stopped. And I turned. And then I saw my, my spirit came back and enter, entered the ceiling from the top of the house. And I saw my body on the, floor, on, on the bed. She was kneeling by the bed, praying, rebuking death. Hallelujah. Then my spirit came, entered back into my body. And I got healed. Amen. So, Satan's king, one of his kings, his most effective kings is death. So that's why when Jesus went down, one of the first things he did was to take the keys of death and hell. From the enemy. Amen. 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 Let's check Revelation. By the time you master this, I'm telling you, you can bring the dead back to life. Amen. 
This is John's experience, right? He had a vision of Jesus. Verse, verse 9, he says, I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and, the, and, and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. What you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. I turned to see the voice that spoke to me. And having turned, I saw seven lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, girded about his chest with a golden band. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire, his feet like fine brass, as if refined in the furnace, and his voice as the voice of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars, out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance like the sun shining in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And then he says, look at, he says, I have what? The keys of Hades and of death. So that's one of the things that Jesus went to get. He collected the keys of hell. Hades is another, is another word for hell. He collected the keys of hell and death. So because of that, Satan cannot rule over us anymore. Amen. That's why Jesus said, He that believes in me shall not see death. Amen. So in other words, when it's time for you to go home, it's not the spirit of death that will come to you. Amen. It's the angel of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor Grace says, no, you're not the one coming for me. Get out of this place. And she's still alive today. Some people would see that and they would say, oh my God, okay, okay. Let me put my house in order. Okay, let me say goodbye. Hmm? So the king of death has been broken. Amen. By Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The keys of hell are with Jesus Christ. So you can use that key to close hell and say none of your family members will go into hell in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Satan cannot do it anymore. He has lost his authority. Jesus has conquered and he has made us more than conquerors. So it's time for you to begin to walk confidently and exercise authority. 
All right? He has given you a kingdom. He has made you kings and priests. So as a king, what are you going to do today? What are you going to do? Think about, start thinking of how to rule. Start thinking about what, thinking about what to dominate. Start thinking of what to bind. <laughs> start thinking of where to release the kingdom of God. When you walk into that office, just declare the kingdom of God is here. Amen. The kingdom of God is here. Amen. You release the kingdom of God in that office. Amen. You say, when you walk into that office, say, I come into this office as a king. Amen. Representing heaven. And I come in with my entourage. The angels of God that are sent to work with me. Follow me into this office. And I command peace to reign in this place. The Bible says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So when you get into that place and there is chaos, you need to release peace. You need to release righteousness. You need to release joy. When there is oppression in that place, you need to begin to declare freedom. Because when the kingdom of God is in manifestation, there is freedom. There is liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So you begin to declare liberty on people. If you know someone that is oppressed by the devil, Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come to you. So when the kingdom of God comes, one kingdom has to give way. Amen. Two kingdoms cannot be in the same place. Two kings cannot rule over a particular place. One has to give way. And they have to give way for you. Do you understand? Yeah. So don't allow yourself to be oppressed. Don't allow yourself to be put under servitude. You are not, not a slave to sin. Don't allow sin to rule you. Get up in your kingship and say, I have power over you. And declare it. Speak it out. Nobody is going to speak for you. Nobody is going to rule for you. You have to rule for yourself. Yes. So start declaring your victory. Start declaring what God has said about you. Amen. Start declaring your identity. Amen. Establish it. Amen. Enforce it. Amen. And make sure that it becomes your daily reality. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Time is gone. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Talk to the Lord. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'm so happy you've made me a king. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Even as you go out, as you minister the gospel, you need to go with that authority. We're here to rule, we're here to dominate. We're here to establish the kingdom of God. Midran shall be saved. Every household in Midran. Yes. We declare the kingdom of God. We want to break the power of oppression. We want to break the power of sickness. We want to break the power of disease. We want to break the power of poverty. Yes power of death premature death will not come near you you shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord in the name of Jesus we bind the spirit of death 
mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you for making us kings and priests. We exercise our kingship right now. Decree it. We command it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Declare. Declare your identity. Declare your identity. Don't be confused. Don't allow your situation to lie to you about who you are. My Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.